When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today is a continuation of the best dividend growth stocks with the highest expected future returns. I will be taking a closer look at Applied Materials, Lowe's, and Visa to see how these companies have fared in the past and where they may be headed in the future. Let's kick things off with Applied Materials, ticker symbol AMAT. The stock currently pays a $0.96 annual dividend that based on its current price gives investors a 0.68% dividend yield. Revenue growth has ticked up for the company, with the 5-year average clocking in at 16.93% compared to the longer 10-year average of 6.78%. Bottom line growth has been even more impressive, and also follows the same pattern as revenue growth, with the 5-year average growth rate of 35.32%, exceeding the longer 10-year average of 14.77%. Dividend growth has been very strong for applied materials, with a 16.81% growth rate during the past 5 years, and a slightly lower 12.41% during the past decade. Even with this fast dividend growth, Applied Materials still has a very attractive payout ratio of 15.77%, leaving plenty of room for future dividend increases. If we take a closer look at the historical dividend yield, we can see that it ranged from a low of 0.62% to a high of 3.38%, with the average dividend yield being around 1.7%. The stock is very close to its all-time low dividend yield today, driven by strong market returns, as we will see shortly. While many investors place a lot of emphasis on the current dividend yield, Those with the long-term outlook can also look at the yield on cost. This metric can show you what dividend yield you would be earning today on your original investment in the past. This factors in both dividend growth and dividend reinvestment. This is a useful metric for stocks that pay a small dividend yield today, but are increasing that dividend stream very quickly. If you invested in applied materials 5 years ago, your yield on cost today would be 3.26%. And if you invested 10 years ago, your yield on cost today would be 8.54%. The long-term 10-year yield on cost can probably rival many dividend stocks that paid a much nicer dividend yield 10 years ago, but have not increased their dividends as quickly as Applied Materials. Applied Materials is having a phenomenal year as the stock is up 54.72% through month in August. The last three months have seen a small cool-off as the stock shed 2%. Over the past year, the stock has more than doubled any investments, with a one-year total return of 121.18%. Going out further, the three-year annualized return is an amazing 48.55%. The 5-year annualized return is 37.04%, and the 10-year annualized return is 30.50%. Very, very strong returns from applied materials during the last decade, with a significant portion of those returns coming in over the past year. Looking at the past is nice, but I personally am more interested with where the company is headed, and whether the expected future return is worth the risk. Applied materials looks to be about 50% overvalued right now, based on dividend yield theory. This is mainly due to the stock's very strong returns that exceeded dividend growth. But just because the stock appears grossly overvalued does not in itself mean it is not a good investment. Analysts are forecasting 26.9% earnings per share growth over the next 5 years. If we combine this forecast with the potential drag of the current overvaluation, that could drive returns down as much as 8.5% per year, and we add the current dividend yield, we arrive at an expected growth rate of 19.08%. To me this would be an excellent annual return to achieve during the next 5 year period. Obviously this is not an exact science, and there are many other variables that can impact future performance. But I like the historical growth the company has achieved, and I like the expected growth even with the huge overvaluation. Applied materials is on my buy list. 
Dividend growth stock number two today is Lowe's, ticker symbol LOW. Lowe's pays an annual dividend of $3.60. That, based on its current price, gives them a dividend yield of 1.56%. Revenue growth has increased for the company recently, with the 5-year growth rate of 9.14%, exceeding the 10-year growth rate of 6.85%. Bottom line growth has been more impressive, growing at 25.42% during the last 5 years, and also a solid 20.7% during the last decade. Lowe's is a great dividend growth stock, with a 5-year dividend growth rate of 17.14%, and an even stronger 10-year dividend growth rate of 18.85%. The payout ratio is an attractive 24.69%, with plenty of room to keep that fast dividend growth going in the future. During the last decade, Lowe's dividend yield ranged between a low of 1.1% and a high of 3.28%, with the average yield being about 1.61%. The current dividend yield of 1.56% is pretty close to the long-term average, implying the stock is right around fair value based on yield. Investing in Lowe's 5 years ago would give investors a 4.5% yield on cost today. Investing 10 years ago would give you a great 16.34% yield on cost. That is a phenomenal 10-year yield on cost. Not many, if any, high-yield dividend stocks can hit such high yield on cost figures during a decade. 2021 has been a good year for Lowe's, as the stock is up 28.38% through month in August, putting it about 8% ahead of the S&P 500 index. The last three months have been decent as the stock tacked on a cool 5.08%. The past year looks strong with a return of 25.54%, but we can see that the bulk of that gain has come during 2021. Going out further, the three-year annualized return is 25.49%, the five-year annualized return is 23.87%, and the 10-year annualized return is 28.44%. These are very strong long-term returns from this home improvement giant. So we know that historically Lowe's has been an excellent stock to own, but how about in the future? Based on dividend yield theory, the share price looks to be about 4.5% overvalued right now. That's a pretty reasonable valuation in today's hot stock market. Analysts are expecting earnings per share to grow at a rate of 17.7% during the next 5 years. If we adjust for the slight overvaluation, we can expect a 0.89% drag on annual returns. And if we tack on the current dividend yield of 1.56%, we come up with an expected growth rate of 18.37% for lows. To me, this would be a great rate of return to achieve during the next 5 years. Like I mentioned before, there is a lot of uncertainty with this type of forecasting, but I like to invest in dividend growth stocks that have higher expected growth rates, and take my chances that a few of them will hit or exceed their target marks. And finally, dividend growth stock number 3 today is Visa, ticker symbol V. Visa pays an annual dividend of $1.28, which gives investors a 0.57% dividend yield based on today's share price. Another rather low dividend yield, but let's not scratch this stock off before we get a closer look. Revenue has grown nicely for Visa with the 5- and 10-year growth rates being fairly in line at 9.49% and 9.76%. Bottom line growth has been more impressive, with a 5-year EPS growth rate of 16.44% and a 10-year EPS growth rate of 14.17%. Visa has the most impressive dividend growth track record of our three stocks today. The 5-year dividend growth rate is 19.53%, and the 10-year dividend growth rate is 24.98%. The current payout ratio is around 26%, leaving plenty of room for the long-term dividend growth streak to continue. The historical yield for Visa has not been impressive. During the past decade, the dividend yield was as low as 0.5% and as high as 0.81%, with the average dividend yield right around 0.63%. The current dividend yield is slightly higher than the historical low, but investors have not really had many better dividend yield entry opportunities with this company. Investing in Visa 5 years ago would give you a 1.57% yield on cost, and investing 10 years ago would give you a 5.72% yield on cost. The 5-year yield on cost is a little weak, but the 10-year yield on cost is much more reasonable. The stock is not doing too great in 2021, 
with a year-to-date return of 5.2% to the month in August. The past three months have also been weak, as the stock picked up less than 1%. During the past year, Visa has only returned 8.71%, falling far behind many other technology stocks and the broad market. Looking out further, the three-year annualized return is a strong 16.69%, the five-year annualized return is 23.95%, and the 10-year annualized return is 27.31%. Some very strong long-term returns, but the recent weakness can be alarming. Does this mean the stock is overdue for a recovery to catch up with its sector? Let's take a look and find out. The stock looks to be about 6% overvalued right now, giving it a favorable valuation versus most other technology stocks. Analysts are forecasting earnings per share to grow at a rate of 19.71% during the next 5 years for the company. If we factor in the slight overvaluation, we can expect to lose 1.22% per year as the stock trends towards fair value. And adding the current dividend yield of 0.57%, we come up with an expected growth rate of 19.06% for Visa. Another great expected return, clocking in right around the same as applied materials. All three of these dividend growth stocks are poised for close to 20% growth per year during the next 5 years. Time will tell if they can achieve this growth. I would say it's more reasonable to assume these growth rates can pan out over a 5-year period and not to evaluate them on short-term performance. I am personally invested in each of these companies, and I will be adding to my positions when they become underweight in my portfolio. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.